Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. I just got something in my email about 10 minutes ago. It's just, uh, I, something about it just like sums up the, uh, the, the uh, idiocy of the world and, and how much nonsense goes on uh, with uh, social media and attorneys. I actually got this, and this turns out to be a real thing. Um, it was headlined, Noticed, Notice of Proposed Settlement of Class Action. Apparently, I'm uh, listed as uh, one of the uh, one of the aggrieved in this class action lawsuit. Now, here's how I qualified. If you're a person between April 22nd of 2010 and September 26th of 2011, if you were a Facebook user in the United States who visited a non-Facebook website that displayed a Facebook like button, you may be eligible for a payment. From a class action settlement. I got that too, by the you, way. You did, did you uh, submit your uh, Not claim? Yet. No, I haven't done anything yet. <laughs> it's sitting in my inbox. This is for real. Yeah. There's $90 million sitting on the table. Facebook made a settlement uh, without admitting wrongdoing. This sounds like a scam. I thought it might be, but it's not. I checked, there's a number of new sites that say this is real. And um, you don't have to do much to claim it. I guess they, because I thought, well, now how the hell am I going to prove I went on a website 12 years ago and that there was a Facebook like button on the website? <laughs> so what they did was, is they had tracking cookies. And when you went off Facebook to other websites, they track that. 
and then they put Facebook like buttons. So I guess you'd click it and then that's credit to Facebook. It's it's some metric maybe that they were selling. I, I don't know. I don't know either because when I got that, I kind of thought what Eric was saying, that it was a scam. So I sort of left it and I said, I'll, I'll just come back to this. And, I, I, I thought so too. And I forgot about it. The the well, I just got this a few minutes ago. So the attorney, the attorneys in this case are getting 29% of the settlement. So right off the bat, they're getting $30 million because 12 years ago, Facebook tracked me on another website and offered me a like button. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And they know their audience. That's that's right. What are the odds I was going to click the like button? (laughs) And I'm thinking, is this for real? I mean, this is nuts in so many different ways. I, you, did, this is how the attorneys are making money? This is what, fa- well, we knew Facebook was tracking us. I wasn't exactly shocked at that. Right. But I guess at some point they weren't allowed to do that. And what's really funny is I, I, I went to the, uh, you know, there's a website, uh, Facebook Internet Tracking Litigation. And... Um, to submit a claim, there's a form, and you have to put your notice ID number and a confirmation code in. Because I was very wary. So far, I don't have to put any private information. Then you click Submit, and here they want your address and phone number. They already have your email. Then they just uh, they have affidavit questions. Did you reside in the United States between those dates in 2020, 10, 2011? Do you currently have a Facebook account? And what's your username? And then... Payment selection. I'm thinking, what do you mean payment selection? I'm not paying for this. But it turns out they'll pay you. How much? Well, I've looked that up. And according to the news stories, there was a case in Illinois uh, where where Facebook uh, surrendered. And everybody got $397. Now, I'd fill out the form for $397 because it only takes a minute. And it doesn't look like they... uh, are going to get any information from me that they don't already have or they couldn't easily get. Like, there's no, uh, no critic. But it, it, isn't this crazy? Is this what the world does? This is what all the guys in the offices do? Uh, the, the court is going to have a hearing in San Jose, October 27th, to consider whether the $90 million settlement is fair, reasonable, and adequate. Not clear how many class members there'll be or how much each individual will receive. So there's no way to know how much money uh, you're going to get. Now, in 2021, Facebook agreed to a $650 million settlement in a lawsuit that had broke Illinois laws by collecting and storing users' physical characteristics without their consent. They broke biometric laws. How could they do that? What, did they suck the DNA out of you? I guess so. I mean, is somebody is somebody taking photos? This is a creepy world. So in this case, 1.6 million Facebook users in Illinois each received $397. So there's there's no risk here, I don't think. I mean, they've probably already got my uh, my address and phone number oh, anyway. Of course. Yeah. So, uh, and th- they'll put it. They'll put it. They'll send it to your PayPal account or your, or you can get it on Venmo or they'll send you a MasterCard prepaid, well, a prepaid MasterCard. 
It's like, I can't, can you imagine how many, well, I know how many millions of dollars the law firm's going to get. They're, they're, they're going to get probably $25 million. I think we'll get 10 bucks when all is said is done. It, but these suits go on all the time for these weird violations and class action lawsuits are filed. And the lawyers always walk away with millions, tens of billions of dollars. And then if you bothered to sign up or you didn't opt out, you know, you get eight bucks or 13 bucks or. And I'm thinking this is what I I've been thinking about, like we have a we have a large amount of collective intelligence in the country. But what what does the intelligence create these days? What do they produce for us? Right. Because there's a lot of great things they could produce, you know. Cures for diseases, for example, you know, <laughs> ways to um, create new uh, sources of energy or more efficient sources of energy. I mean, there, there's there's a lot of stuff that that could be done, and instead, this is what they're doing. You got a company that's that's invented social media, and we've seen what people do with that thing all day. Then they get greedy and they start tracking you with their stupid cookies. And then the lawyers come in and say, hey, give us tens of billions of dollars. And all of you out there, you've been victimized. I mean, I'm a victim here. I don't know what, just what a waste of intelligence and effort and time and energy. Just what, what's silly. I'm going to put in my, uh, I'm going to submit my claim. Yeah, I guess I'll do it too. Because I just want to see if, if I actually get money out of yeah. this. It's just... Uh, the, the, the T-Mobile had to settle for $350 million a data breach case. Apple, $15 million on iCloud storage. So this this stuff, these lawyers, I guess, troll to see how these companies violate the laws or agreements or whatever it is. All right, more coming up on the John and Ken Show. Deborah just mentioned a few minutes ago we got another one of these uh, uh, flex alerts as the government announces for the third straight day that uh, they have so uh, botched our energy situation over the years that uh, we could run out of power again today. This is the third day they're sending out warnings. And what, what's funny is now uh, the uh, some of the news stations in town. I quickly went through all the TV stations this morning on their websites because, you know, what, what's been ignored in this, in this uh, power shortage you know, you know, Mother Nature is to blame because we've made her angry. I think that's what Newsom was trying to sell. It's it's uh, global warming. It's climate change. It's the drought. It's all this. And the other angle was that you know we're we're using too much energy and we have to cut back. We have to sacrifice for the good of all. But at least they're starting to notice the insanity of Newsom announcing a ban on gas-powered car sales in 2035, and then a few days later, repeatedly asking people not to charge their electric cars. Um, here's a, a headline uh, from uh, Channel 2. Flex alert extended a third day. EV owners ask not to charge vehicles during peak hours. Uh, Channel 5. Flex Alert presents unique challenges for electric vehicle drivers. Channel 4. As California pushes towards EVs, Flex Alert asks people not to charge cars during peak hours. So suddenly it has filtered into uh, the brains of uh, these news department that uh, these news departments that uh, this is nuts. This is nuts to issue a mandate banning gas-powered cars 
and at the same time saying, well, we don't have the power. We, I, th I think, I, I think um, electric cars are 2% of the automobiles we have out there. There's 30 million automobiles registered in California, 30 million. And I think there's just a million some that are electric. It's about 2% or so. So if we have 98% gas-powered cars and we only have 2% electric cars and they don't have the electricity available to charge up the 2%, then where are we going with this gas-powered car ban? Well, we're going to uh, play a, a uh, report here from uh, Channel 4, NBC's uh, Ted Chen. Pasadena calls it the nation's largest EV public charging station, and today some drivers told us they could avoid charging their cars between 4 and 9 p.m., while others said it would be difficult. Wow, it's going to be difficult to avoid charging between 4 and 9 because that's when I usually charge? Well, I think it's really doable. I, I, there's no reason not to. It's not feasible for somebody who works Monday through Friday, uh, like myself, so unfortunately I won't be able to do it. California's Flex Alert is asking us to treat electric cars like a washer or dryer at home. Avoid powering them during the peak hours of 4 to 9 p.m. L.A. DWP and Southern California Edison say the extreme heat is creating enormous demand for electricity, and if the system is overloaded, there is a greater likelihood of outages. So that's the thing that we're most concerned about in Los Angeles is uh, actually just overtaxing the equipment, not having it cool down, and then having a breakdown. Timing here is really what makes all the difference. Edison says there are incentive programs that reduce rates for people who use power during non-peak hours. LA DWP says that's become even more important because the drought has reduced the availability of electricity generated by hydropower. If everybody's pitching in to do their part and just making these small changes, it really can make a make a huge difference for everyone. Anything generates heat, uh, you know, anything that runs machinery, if you could reduce that from the hours of 4 to 9 p.m., it'll make a world of difference. Most importantly, it'll help keep your own power on. This, this is what's nuts. Why do we have to do all this? Oh, you know, just just uh, uh, plug in after, uh, you know, 11 o'clock at night. Just do this. It'll be helpful for you. It'll be good for you. No. We pay hundreds of billions of dollars in tax money. We pay the highest electri electricity rates in the nation. And now you're saying, well, just do this. Just uh, don't go to bed early. Uh, just, you know, 11 o'clock, go out and uh, charge your car. No. That's not the way it works. And I've seen this response from some of these environmental nuts online. Oh, it's not so much of a sacrifice. Oh, it's not that big an ask. Everything is, it's not that big. They sound exactly like the mask crowd. Oh, it's not that big a deal to wear a mask. Uh, yes, it is. It's my face. And it's the government interfering in my face for no good reason. Oh, remind me to get to that today. I, I don't know if you've seen the latest COVID numbers in uh, in Los Angeles. Um, let's let's see. Let me. I, you know, Michael Schellenberger. I'm going to get to this uh, coming up uh, after uh, the 2:30 news. He put out a list of tweets yesterday. Michael Schellenberger. We just had him on a couple of days ago. He is a brilliant guy uh, on on several fronts, uh, and you know he ran. For governor against Newsom. So, you know, the guy with the 62 IQ beats the guy with the 180 IQ. That, that's the world we live in.
we we have a guy with a gets elected because of his jawline and his hair. And Schellenberger is this former progressive who uh, was a homeless advocate and was for also an environmental advocate. And then over the last 30 years has realized that a lot of the people that uh, were his allies are nuts. And these policies haven't worked and they haven't worked for years and decades, but they keep pushing that these failed policies. And it's now the point of insanity. And so now you have a government telling you after lecturing you for decades, I mean, uh, this push for electric cars goes back, I think to 1990 that I can remember. They, they had some kind of mandate, I think around 1990, that a certain number of uh, cars had to be electric in the state, that dealers had to sell a certain amount, that the government had to buy a certain amount. Nobody wanted them then because, you know, roll back 30 years, there wasn't exactly, those weren't Teslas. And so what happened to satisfy the mandate, they bought tons of golf carts. I think at the time, government agencies were buying dozens and dozens of golf carts and parking them in lots just to meet the idiotic government quota. I mean, it was straight out of the Soviet Union. Just a completely irrational, arbitrary demand that there was no rational answer to. And so you had to do something insane to say, well, we, we met the goal that the government required. And, um, you know, now he wrote a series of tweets yesterday about um, this, this electric car mandate. And when we come back, I'm, I'm going to get to them. It's uh, nice to see, though, that the rest of the uh, media is picking up on this. Uh, it, it, I think everybody, you know, it's going to be a slow build because it's, it's 13 years. But you're, you're going to see 2026, the car dealers are supposed to sell 35% electric cars, which means you're going to go to, you're going to go to a dealership and only 35% of the cars well, 35% of the cars will be electric. Only 65% of the cars will be gas-powered, right? So when you go to the dealership, the inventory, if you want a gas-powered car, is slashed by over a third. Fewer cars. Most people are going to still want gas-powered cars because, believe me, they're not going to build the charging stations and they're not going to expand the electrical grid over the next three years. Remember who's in charge here. It's still going to be Newsom in charge. So you're going to go and you're going to have high demand for gas-powered cars, limited supply. What's that mean? Prices are going to go crazy. In fact, if you've got room to park your car in a garage or in a backyard somewhere, I'd buy a car now. Because i got to believe the prices for new automobiles are going to be insane in 2026 because they're going to cut the supply at each dealership by a third. And then you're going to have all these electric hulks. And again, they're not Teslas. They're going to be really expensive. They're still not going to be charging stations. And God knows what the, uh, what, what the electricity situation will be in the state. Because their, their goals are to provide more unreliable wind and solar power. It's not like they're building nuclear power plants. Um, um, imagine if uh, the drought continues. 
and they lose even more hydroelectric power? When Schellenberger was on the show uh, the other day, he said, this is all going to get worse. This is only the beginning. Because everything's going in the wrong direction. Everything. The wind and solar are not paying off. They're not going to start paying off tomorrow or next year or the year after that. There's still nowhere to store the power from wind and solar. There are no battery technology isn't there. It's not going to be next there next year. It's not going to be there in 2026. It's not going to be there. And companies are going to have difficulty getting the raw materials from all over the world to build electric cars. That supply is going to be limited, which is going to cause the price of electric cars to shoot up. And they're already really expensive. They're already in the $50,000, $60,000, $70,000 range. Which ordinarily wouldn't matter. Hey, whatever the market bears, the market bears. But this has now been warped and dictated by crazy people in Sacramento with these uh, electric car mandates. Take a break. Come back. We're going to talk about Schellenberger's tweets, which really explains in detail how nuts this is. John and Ken Show, KFI. What I got up here on the screen, if the screen would refresh properly, is uh, the Michael Schellenberger tweets where he explained everything that's wrong with this uh, electricity issue. And just give me a second here. I don't know why this is doing this. Because he put together the math on how many gigawatts of electricity we're going to need to do this. And now my whole system has gone dead. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry about that. We had a computer uh, seize up here. So we... we uh, we're going to use today at it at the peak 45,000 megawatts of electricity to make that simpler 45,000 megawatts is 45 gigawatts and what Schellenberger has laid out is how many gigawatts we have to create in order to power all these electric cars and we have to create so much that it's impossible that our government is ever going to do that now i'm going to call up his tweets from august the 31st here and uh, you will see what i'm talking about here we go so he wrote he started off by saying august 24th california bans the sale of new gasoline powered cars and then august the 30th that's when californians ask are asked to stop charging their electric vehicles. So here's what he wrote in this long thread. Of California's 30 million plus motor vehicles, less than 2% are electric, 563,000. All right, and we have almost 40 million people in the state. There's only 563,000 electric vehicles. So as far as a product, it's a dud. And California has almost half of the electric cars in the country. Most of the country has zero interest in this. We have a mild interest because we have a disproportionate number of very wealthy people who like them for toys. Now, I told you we're using right now about 45 gigawatts of electricity today, and we're on a flex alert because that's pushing up to our limit. 
Well, using the state's own estimates, California is going to need 17 gigawatts of additional electricity to power all these electric cars. To give you an example of how much that is, they were going to shut down the Diablo Canyon nuclear power plant and then change their minds because that would have thrown us into blackout status. Well, Diablo only produces a little over two gigawatts, and we need 17. Uh, the California Energy Commission says the state's going to require 4.6 gigawatts minimum to fuel 7.5 million electric vehicles. And he does all these different math calculations. If you try to do this from wind and solar, you're going to require 379 times more land with solar panels. You're going to need 421 times more land from wind turbines. So you look at all the solar panels we have laid out in the state. If you're going to power even if you're going to power 30 million electrical vehicles, you're going to have to take whatever solar land we have now and multiply it by 379. Where are you going to do that? It's not going to happen. It's impossible. You take all the wind turbine land we have, and if you've gone down the 10 towards Palm Springs, you see that covers a vast area. Multiply that by 421 times. And he writes, that's simply not going to happen because the projects would kill so many threatened birds and desert tortoises that they'd risk extinction. In fact, he quotes an article here, which I haven't read yet, but we'll get into it one day. Why renewables can't save the planet. And it looks like the, the state of our power is so bad that California, Gavin Newsom, has just ordered one of the state's dirtiest jet fuel burning plants to keep operating. He promised to close it down three years ago. It burns jet fuel. Who knew that even existed? Who knew that was a thing? But of course, you don't see any of this on the news, do you? You don't hear this from any of the activists. You don't hear this from Newsom or any of the politicians in either party. The Democrats flat out lie. The Republicans seem to be dead. And here Schellenberger is doing all the math. And, of course, the activists fight him, but they never dispute his numbers. Because the activists want us to live much smaller lives. And that is the dirty secret about these progressive activists, these woke activists. They don't want you driving. They don't want you to have swimming pools or lawns. They don't want you to have a big house out in the suburbs. They want you to live small in little apartments. They want you to bike around or take little trolley cars to your job. They don't like modern American life that's driven by capitalism. That's what animates them. So what they do is very slowly, by making hysterical claims about the climate and everything else, try to bully you frighten you into a smaller life. Oh, you got to drive an electric car. Okay, I guess I will. Ah, but you can't charge it during the day. Oh, really? Oh, well, all right. I'll just do it. I'll just get up late at night and do it. 
well, we don't have any charging stations. Oh, I see. Well, maybe uh, maybe I'll just you know get up early on a sa- Sunday morning and just do it for a couple of hours so I can drive to church. I, I that's where this is headed, and it's all been exposed this week. And that's why Newsom went in a panic, had this big speech. He carried it live because he knew everybody is screwed up here. We got to keep the nuclear plant running. We got to start up the jet fuel plant. We've got to buy energy from coal plants in other states. We've got to restart natural gas plants. The whole thing was a sham. Do you think we have the land for 379 times the, uh, the amount of solar panel acreage? 421 times the amount of wind turbine acreage? Where is that going to be? What kind of environmental damage is that going to do? been telling you this whole thing is a scam and it's been a hoax. And this heat wave is starting to pull the uh, curtain away from uh, the wizard. John and Ken, KFI. One of the things is we've been tracking the energy shortage uh, that the government has created here in California is comparing it to Germany. Germany, as you know, went all in for wind and solar. Uh, and uh, they, you know, they were shutting down nuclear plants, and uh, they had to uh, they had to rely heavily on Russian natural gas because the wind and the solar fell way short of expectations. They had uh, given up on other sources of energy, and so it was all wind, all solar. And when uh, that turned out to be far less than expected, they started buying enormous amounts of Russian natural gas. Then Russia invaded Ukraine, and uh, relations became strained because Germany is part of the coalition that is supplying money and weaponry to Ukraine against Russia. So what do you think is going to happen? Then, since there were still countries, uh, German countries, uh, I'm sorry, European countries buying some oil from Russia, they decided they were going to put a price cap on what they would pay Russia. This is what all the uh, major economic nations in the world agreed on just the other day. They're going to institute a price cap. They're going to tell Russia, hey, we're unionized now. We're only going to pay so much for your oil. Well, today, uh, Putin, Russia, just gave Germany the big middle finger. Uh, They have cut off all gas supplies to Germany. All gas supplies. Uh, Claiming that... uh, they have a leak. Uh, it's going to take a long time to fix this. Uh, you know, uh, don't call us. We'll call you on it. They shut off the gas supply to Germany. Now, Germany was afraid this would happen, but it is a catastrophe for the entire European Union. The European Union has filled up uh, their natural gas facilities to 80% capacity. But That'll last less than three months. So if the if Russia doesn't start up the natural gas supply in the next three months, and they may not, because they're saying indefinitely. They were saying a few days. Now it's a lot of days. But if they don't restart the gas uh, early December, then uh, Europe's going to run out of natural gas. Early December would be uh, well into the European winter. They get winter early over there.
And it's really bad and really cold. And there's not going to be natural gas. And that is the primary source of, uh, of heat for many people in Europe. And uh, for the, the whole European Union is at 79% capacity. And I'm just looking at all the countries. Uh, Poland, Portugal, United Kingdom are near 100%. Uh, Italy, the Czech Republic, closer to 80%. It averages out to 80, and um, in three months, they're going to be out. And it's because they haven't developed all the other sources of energy that they needed to develop. They bet on wind and solar. So you watch California, and you watch Germany and the rest of Europe, and you see what happens with this wind and solar experiment. For years, we've been saying this is going to hit, this is going to, lead us to a bad end. Oh, you're just a climate denier. It's like, eh, it's got nothing to do with the climate. Maybe the climate's warming. Doesn't matter. The wind and solar energy is not at a point technologically where we can rely on it to supply all our needs. And this is now being proven here and in Europe. So what are you going to do? You're going to run out of power here in California? And you won't be able to plug in your electric car? Are they going to go without heat in Germany and people are going to freeze to death? You tell me what road to take here. But this is what happens with hysteria. Everybody gets hyped up. Everybody gets hysterical. They go to drastic measures. You see hysteria. Hysteria happens in companies. Hysteria happens in families. Hysteria happens in communities. They happen, uh, you know, in religious cults. And they end up uh, murdering people, sacrificing people. They start chasing witches around. Here's another hysteria we went through, and this one was only six weeks ago. Barbara Ferrer, who's the uh, leader of the COVID cult, uh, head of uh, public health in L.A. County. What was she doing six weeks ago? She was going to introduce a mask mandate, right? Cases were going up. The CDC using these mysterious, complicated formulas. You talk about witchcraft. And they said, oh, you know, we're in the high transmission range. Barbara Ferrer, oh, we're going to have a mask mandate uh, on a Friday, remember? And then there was tremendous pushback from the public. Tremendous pushback from businesses. Indoor mask mandate. Oh, we're in the high transmission range. And then uh, the county supervisor started to crumble. First one, then two, then three, and then Barbara Ferrer backed off. And said, well, we're not as high as we thought we were going to be. Guess what the news today is? Less than six weeks later, L.A. County officially moved into the low COVID activity level. Low. Falling rate of infections. Falling rate of uh, hospitalizations. How about that? And it was done without a mask mandate. Now, I have to know, and somebody should demand an answer, how did this happen? They were in the alleged high level, and it was going to get really bad unless we all put on masks indoors. Well, we didn't, and we dropped from the high level through the medium level into the low level in about five weeks. Well, now, now that's just not possible, is it? Nobody wants to explain this. How did not wearing masks cause the virus transmission rate to plummet, 
caused the hospital hospitalization rate to fall. Does anyone even think of asking her that? Is there is there like a single reporter who's not so uh, stuck up, woke, and progressive that they'll call Barbara Ferrer and said, I, I thought you had to wear the mask to make the rate go down, right? It was practically an emergency, so what gives? Well, I, I don't know if that would be an appropriate question. By the way, out of the uh, people in the hospital, um, uh, 43% of them who are positive were actual were, were admitted for uh, the virus, 43%. The other 57% were admitted for other reasons. And some of them only learned they were infected when they were tested at the hospital. So it's the same old thing. There's a lot of people walking around with, uh, with, with uh, symptom-free COVID, and they don't even know it. But they're not being hospitalized over COVID. They're being hospitalized because they got something else. And nearly all the patients hospitalized, guess what? They had in common. They didn't get vaccinated. They're old. They're obese. They got diabetes. They got all kinds of uh, organ issues. It's their health. Now, go ahead. Go ahead. If anybody sees a report, reads a report where they ask uh, Barbara Ferrer, how did the uh, rate drop so dramatically in such a short time without everyone wearing masks? Because she clearly said the opposite was going to happen. All right, when we come back, uh, Steve Gregory in here, because the Border Patrol agents uh, grabbed 100 migrants in California, the San Diego sector. They come from many different countries. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Jenna Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.